Welcome to Inside Outside Innovation, episode 64. In part two of our interview with Dave Knox, the founder of The Brandery, he talked with Brian about melding cultures between startups and corporations, and also between people even within a corporation. He also gave some tips about how to bridge both gaps. The takeaway? Don't be a tourist. Hi there, everyone. I'm Victory, the producer of Inside Outside Innovation, the podcast that brings you the latest insights from people who know the most about building lean businesses, innovating within corporations, and disrupting industries with passion and precision. to like your book, Predicting the Turn, you you talk about different ways that corporations can start thinking about this as a a means to accelerating their innovation. You talk about, you know, acquisition, investment, partnering and build. Talk a little bit more about uh, some of the models that you're seeing out there and what you're hearing from corporations that are embracing the startup scene. Yeah, so I think the overarching umbrella for all of this is start the big corporations are practicing something called market intelligence. Uh, And market intelligence is this term that was uh, kind of coined by the guys over at Touchdown Ventures, where it's about developing the sense of how and when the future of your industry will happen. And I think that's an overarching thing for everyone working in innovation and disruption to keep in mind is it's not just about making investment or buying a company or pick any of the actions, but it's about understanding how an industry is going to transform and having a sense and a viewpoint that you can take to the stakeholders of your corporation to really drive that behavior and drive that kind of engagement. And that's one of the most interesting things I think comes from external involvement is you only can develop a sense of when the future will happen by engaging with a lot of things, um, Mm -hmm. by getting your own pattern recognition of seeing what's taking place, what's getting invested, what is interesting for your business, and feeling what you can do with that. You know, the example I use in the book is talking about the whole subscription commerce space, that the lazy man's version of innovation would have been to look at subscription commerce and said, well, you know, Birchbox is interesting, but we're not a beauty company, so we don't care. Or Dollar Shave Club's interesting, but we're not a razor company, so we don't care. Instead, it was looking at the behavior and really read into the fact that you know, $300 million was invested in subscription commerce in 2011 through 2012. That's a pretty good indicator that the future is changing and business models are changing. So everybody should have been asking, what does this change in consumer behavior possibly mean for my business? Instead of just saying there's, you know, a threat in our space or we should launch something in this space and, you know, a product in a box, if you will. You know, it comes down to also that obviously startups, all these brand new companies being spun up on that, and they're actively looking for new customers and new partners, and corporations are obviously, for a lot of them, that first step, but yet there's a, a wide gap between the, you know, the tucked and the untucked and the, you know, the ties and the t-shirts of this cultural gap between startups and corporates. How are, how are you kind of seeing that play out, uh, helping startups themselves being able to effectively communicate and interact with corporations, which, again, have different value propositions and different resources and everything else that's on the table for them? Yeah, so I think it takes a cultural understanding on both sides. It's too easy for startups to look at a big company and say, what's wrong with them? Or for a big company to look and say, what's wrong with the startup? Instead, it's kind of understanding the motivations of each side and realizing that there are things that are fundamentally different about each other's culture 
but that's okay. And you just have to embrace it and figure out what to do with it. And on one side, you have startups will always say, well, you know, big companies move too slow and it takes too long to make a decision. Yes, that's true in many cases, but it's because of the ramifications of those decisions and the things that take, you know, are driven by being a public company, et cetera. And, you know, on the flip side, the corporations, they don't necessarily understand why the sense of urgency exists on the startup side. Mm-hmm. You know, they think they're just being impatient and they don't maybe understand that it's because of the burn rate and the startup only has eight months to to live unless they raise funding or keep <laughs> driving revenue. Right. And so it's each side looking and asking what's unique about the culture, why are they behaving that way, and how can we work together understanding that neither of us are right or wrong, it's just uniquely where we're coming from. And are, are there particular tactics or techniques you've seen that have been more effective at bridging that gap or bridging the divide? I think the, the first thing is just walking in the other company's shoes. So you know, for a big company, that means getting out there to the communities. Don't do startup tourism where you just go visit Google and Facebook and everyone else. Because that's actually not seeing a startup. Those are companies that sometimes are valued higher than the <laughs> Fortune 500 companies. But it's going out and going to a startup accelerator, go to an incubator, go into the offices of you know a five, six-person company that just got their seed funding, and really experience it, see what it's like, and get to know how these guys think and how they go. You know, go to the meetups, go to the other things, because there's just a power of going into somebody's village, if you will, and experiencing what that like and what that culture is like and get time to understand it. You know, it's go be a, a mentor as well. I think that's one of the things that the marketers at big companies that I know who are doing the best work inside are the ones that give the most to the communities as well. And they're doing mentorship not to feel like they just can tell these startups a lot of stuff and what they can do. They're doing it because there's an opportunity for them to learn themselves and see how, you know, this group of startups and founders, how they think, what they're motivated by, and just be inspired by them as well. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, getting out there, experiencing it is a huge value. And, you know, mentoring and things of that nature uh, can really, really help. And then I think the flip side with startups is, you know, have a respect for the companies and what they've built and the careers the marketers have chosen and try and understand what they're going through. You know, put yourself in the shoes of a company that has to do quarterly reporting to Wall Street that is dealing with all the issues that big companies are. And what are they going through and how can you help and how can you help that person in their shoes as well? That's, that's an important point, too. You, you think about corporations. And it's interesting to to talk a little bit about like who within the corporation should actually be in doing these things. Obviously, you know, if you want the innovation to be accelerated throughout the whole organization, you have to have buy-in from the top. But is there an opportunity for the, the mid-level manager who wants to, you know, increase their innovation and uh, and do these things? How can they get involved? And, and how does that play out at pushing that rock up the hill if, if top management's not bought into the whole? Yeah. So I take a little bit of a, a different view than a lot of people. And I actually don't think there should ever be, you know, roles about innovation at a company. You know, I think innovation is one of those things that's almost everybody's job and responsibility because every business is changing. And, you know, it's a philosophy we had back when I was working at P&G. There were these digital marketing managers on every team. And the problem we found was those digital experts were amazing at what they did. But they oftentimes became the crutch for the marketers to never actually learn what digital was. You know, the marketing director, the brand manager, they knew they had somebody that was really good at it, 
so they let them go do that work. And they weren't advancing and learning the skills themselves. So, and I think that same thing is happening with innovation at times. It needs to be something that every brand manager, every marketing director, every general manager gets out there and gets involved. And it's why I actually had a lot of respect for what Unilever did with the Unilever Foundry that Jeremy Bassett helped create because that program, it had a lot of parts that got a lot of PR, but the most interesting part was actually what they were doing from a mentor standpoint. That they had, I think it was over 200 of Unilever employees raise their hands to be mentors to startups that applied for it. And it was anywhere from the junior marketing manager all the ways up. And that was really powerful uh, because they got a chance to see it, to experience it. And it might have only been an hour or two of their week, but it was an hour or two that they hadn't been doing before that got them involved. Right. A lot of times just starts that spark. Uh, so they can actually get more involved as it as it grows in that. Very interesting. So I guess the final question is, uh, one of the things we like to do with all our guests is, is ask them, what can we do for you? So what are some of the things that you are seeing in the in the marketplace or, or other ways that we can help uh, you and your community grow and, and exceed in this innovation space? Yeah, so for me, there's really two things. So one of the first things is with the new year, I actually moved into a new role at uh, our parent company for Rockfish where I'm now also the managing director for WPP Ventures. So leading the corporate venture uh, investments at an early stage, Series A uh, really is our target for great new companies in marketing tech, ad tech, digital commerce and retail. So with all of those, always looking for great new companies to look at. So always uh, would love introductions there and also co-investing with innovation experts, both at venture firms and corporate VCs. That's the end of another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. We'd love to connect with you through Twitter at the IO Podcast or on our website, insideoutside.io. If you've got a topic or area you'd like us to dig into, let us know, because we'd love to share our insights and invite other experts onto the show so that they can share theirs. Until next time, go out and innovate. <laughs>